0: Okay, everybody, we are recording. Welcome to Burge's Power Hour. Tonight's gonna be chocked full of really cool stuff. So I wanted to start out with Bow Chicka Bow 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 chicka, Bow Chicka Bow Bow Anyway, only a few <laughs> of a you understand one. that, I guess. So all right. Anyway, I'm wearing orange, and I'm also wearing orange, which is the second chakra for those of you who are into that kind of thing. And uh, that is your sexual uh, sh- and money chakra. So hey, so tonight is all about essence of sex and intimacy, and definitely get your pants ready uh, because we are going to be doing. And I need you to mute yourself. You can hit star six on the phone, or just hit mute, uh, and you can unmute yourself anytime as well. Uh, whenever you have a question or anything you want to share, okay. So if you have background noise you definitely want to mute yourself okay um and it's going to be i'm not going to do any slides or anything tonight I'm, what i'm going to do is i have a lot of things i want to cover about sex moi, and intimacy and also i want to um have you do some consciousness writing so definitely you want to um get something to write with. Okay. So I'm going to do this. Let me just change this a little bit and you can change your view if you want, but I want to see all of you here. Okay. So welcome everyone. And everyone will get the recording. If you've registered, there was a bunch of people who registered <laughs> for the sex talk. Okay. And intimacy. So, uh, anybody, if they, if they registered, they'll get the recording as well. And you can, I ask, though. can I ask that Ask ahead. an administrative question. Sure. I registered for for a bunch of them, and I always forget. But I've never gotten a recording. Uh, it'll come through your email. You'll get the recording uh, through email. But that's odd, unless we have the wrong email for you or something. So I've never, don't... I've never been able to get a recording to my email either. What? I've never gotten a recording. This is Patty to my email. I always look for <laughs> them. I miss them, and I never have. Oh. Uh huh. Okay. Did you say your name is Patty? Yes. It must be a discrimination against Patricia. (laughs) Okay. Merge. can I say that sometimes your emails, they come across uh, in the spam, so I look both places. I do come in spam, unfortunately, because I have such a big email base that a lot of times they go into spam. And the only way they won't go into spam, by the way, is if you just take it out of your spam and go into inbox. And you have to say, this is a trusted site or a trusted email. That way it will not go into spam every time. But I have a, I have a feeling that could be the reason perhaps if you have, unless you've checked your spam or your. Well, I get, get I get tons of other stuff from you, but I don't get those. How weird. Okay, and what's the email, hon? Just actually, just just go ahead and um, do me a favor uh, and offline. Uh, yeah, Let's yeah, do this yeah. offline because I want to get involved in what every I want to talk about is, tonight. The whole thing. It'll be, it'll be meme city all over you. And it's crazy because every... I don't know who that was. So I've just muted them. So um, what I'm going to do is if you could just email me Burge, B-U-R-G-E, at essence.com, B-U-R-G-E, at essenceofbeing.com and oh that's clever kidding kidding and just let me know uh that you're not getting it for some reason with your email and uh, we'll also check to make sure um if it's going into spam so if you're having issues with these recordings the other thing you know you can do by the way is you can go to essenceofbeing.com anytime and all it's all on um the podcast So you can look on our podcasts uh, on essenceofbeing.com or if you uh, have a podcast that you go to, we're on iTunes as well. So all of these kind of things can go on that too. So you can pull it off of there anytime. So you don't have to wait for the recording, okay? So we're on iTunes, we have podcasts on the Essence of Being site and also our blogs have it there. And you can search for whatever category you want. And there's probably a category for sex, which we're going to get to right now. Any other questions or housekeeping? Okay. So definitely get something to write with because we are going to do some subconscious beliefs. And those of you who know me with Essence of Being and any other workshops, programs that we do, you know, uh, that's what we like to do is kind of get down to the core of what's going on for you and really help you with some awareness. So. You know, intimacy, a lot of people have ideas about what intimacy is. Uh So uh, if you have background noise, please mute yourself. Uh, Or I'm gonna go ahead and mute you because I can't, you're not muting yourself, okay. So the definition I wanna give us for intimacy, of course, is intimacy. I'm sure a lot of you've heard that before. It's that process of self-discovery, looking inside of me. And so a lot of people have fear around intimacy in that way. Some people have definitions of intimacy that include sex, and sometimes it doesn't, okay? So for this particular evening, I want to look at intimacy as that process of self-discovery to start with. It's, it's that fear that you may feel when you're drawn into great, intimacy. It's a healthy fear for some of us. It's not a danger sign fear. In other words, some people have this fear of being in a relationship or having a relationship or letting somebody see inside of them. So I'm going to offer you an invitation to really look at that fear tonight just as energy. So you could use that fear to move forward, to fear forward and use that fear as an invitation. Because see, lovers seek new levels of surrender. In other words, my strength lies in my vulnerability. Those of you who have done Essence of Being, you know that. The stronger I am, the more vulnerable I am. So what that can mean in a sexual relationship is, look, I'll seduce you with my most lovable qualities, but I really won't let you into my heart. Because if you saw who I really am, you'd reject me. So a lot of people have that inner dialogue going on. They don't even know what's going on, but a lot of times that's what's happening. And what I'm asking you to do is don't waste that energy resisting the direction that life naturally moves you in. Okay. Resistance creates tension, pain and conflict. So surrender. If you surrender, It leads to ease and peace and satisfaction. So your happiness can be a result of choosing to let go of any projections that you have and trust life to bring you your purpose together with each other when you're in a sexual relationship. Now, I know that's all lofty words. okay? but we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of all of this. It's a paradox of fear that a lot of people have around sex and intimacy. I can't. I don't know if I'm out of focus. Am I out of focus? I don't know, I can't tell. All right, anywho. Sometimes this is the paradox of fear about sex and intimacy. So sometimes we wanna get close to people. We really wanna get close. We have a need to get close to people. However, we also wanna be alone. We have a need to be separate and independent. So there's this paradox. We simultaneously want to avoid situations that are like our past situations, don't we? We don't want to have that same relationship. We avoid it. If it didn't work out before, we avoid all these other relationships because it might remind us of our past. And at the same time, we attract similar situations to clear them and heal them in order to be free of them. So let me say that again, because it's it's this is quite quite a big concept we simultaneously want to avoid situations that are like past situations and at the same time we attract those similar situations to us to clear and heal in order to be free of them or another way is to say it is that love brings up everything unlike itself for the purpose of healing so there's that And you can have sex without love and you can have love without sex, yeah? But right now, I want to talk about the intimate part of it. Because if we don't clear up the past, it will keep showing up with people that we attract to us. In other words, have you ever been in a relationship it's a different person, it's the same person but a different face? (laughs) It's like, oh, I know this story, right? So if we keep hanging on to the past or we don't clear up the past, which we're going to start working on today. Okay. If we don't do that, people come into our lives to help us clear it. And so we will keep recreating our old past relationships so that we can heal them. Does that make sense? Okay. So why resist getting close to people then resist? Sometimes we resist that positive attention and love. We do that due to our conditioning. So what happens is we're conditioned to resist that in a lot of ways from our childhood. And we have a force of positive attention pulling us close at the same time. So we have this conditioning of our past pulling us apart, and we have the force of positive attention pulling us closer. It's this push-me-pull-you kind of thing that's going on. But just to give you an idea, it's sort of like, um, I know a lot of you know, if you've taken Essence of Being about orbiting in love, it's the Buckminster Fuller um, concept about, instead of falling in love, we orbit in love. But just to give you an idea, basically there's a whole and complete person. If you feel whole and complete within yourself, then you're gonna attract another whole and complete person to you. And so what happens when you do that is you create synergy. You create something bigger than you can by yourself. So the thing about the orbiting in love that I want to just remind people of or to share about this is that if you're asking to be in a relationship with someone to complete you, to say, please be my, my significant other, Please be. You know, we talk about that. You know, my other half. So, what does that make you a half person? So, if you lose that person, or if that person goes away, or it doesn't work out, and then so we lose ourselves. Sometimes we lose who we are. So, I just wanted to mention that because that's really important about. And I'm not going to go into orbiting love because that's a whole nother workshop and a whole nother, uh evening to talk about, but the reason I'm mentioning it is because it's all that push me, pull you. It's like, I want you with me, but not really. I wanted, I, I want you to to fill my hole and fill my void, but not really. Okay. And so if we're complete and whole and loving ourselves, then we're not going to ask another human being to do that for us. So the way we pull back perhaps A lot of times, because of this fear I'm talking about, we numb out. Do you numb out? You get numb? We cut off our sensations. We stop breathing. We shut down. We make each other wrong. So sometimes our fear, we increase our territory with another person saying, I need bigger space. I'm going to project all the things that I don't like about myself onto you. Or, or maybe what we do is we play out old tapes in our head and we go out of control if we're intimate. So if we're afraid of being out of control, then, and that's an unfamiliar feeling, being out of control, then it's going to be harder for you to be intimate. So what we do is we, we go to what's familiar in relationships. And maybe we have power struggles. I'm sure you... Don't know about that, right? So these power struggles that we have, we have these conflicting feelings perhaps. Meaning that we we have these past resentments that keep getting pushed up with all this love around. Remember when there's a lot of love present, everything unlike love comes up for the purpose of healing. So it's conflicting though. It's like, I love this person or I wanna be with this person. I'm attracted to this person. However, it's bringing up all of these past resentments that I haven't healed yet. So you're in a conflict. And so obviously that can cause arguments, right? So what does all this have to do with sex, you might ask? (laughs) Go ahead, ask. Just kidding. Most of us, we could learn to receive a lot more pleasure than we are now experiencing. So the key to this is your willingness to have it. To have a good sex life, you must have a high self-esteem. So if you have a low opinion of yourself, you won't think you deserve sexual pleasure. So another way of looking at this is to say that you will only have as much pleasure and sex as you're willing to give yourself. So a lot of people read into about this.
1: I'm not sure
0: what that. I'm going to mute. Somebody, I don't know, hearing things. Okay. Um, we talk about different sexual techniques, right? So that both men and women are self-conscious, perhaps, and worried about gratifying their partners. But what actually works best in bed, in my opinion, is pleasing yourself, and that's not what I mean. <laughs> or maybe it is. Anyway, by that, what I mean is the partners can make an agreement to be responsible for their own orgasms by telling each other. That's right, I said orgasms. We are talking about sex, okay? So we can make ourselves responsible for our own orgasms by telling each other what is most pleasurable and taking turns in giving and receiving. So if you agree to be completely honest about your desires and your responses, then there's never any need to wonder about whether your partner's happy or bored or satisfied, or frustrated, or tired, or turned on. So communication is the key. And sexual fulfillment requires you to get rid of your old negative thoughts about sex, perhaps being dirty, or dangerous, or forbidden, or scary, or whatever it might be. And we're gonna go there and find out what your subconscious beliefs are around sex, okay? Oh boy, can't wait, Birch, okay? Uh huh. So. All right. The first thing you might want to start with is sex is innocent. It is all those old negatives that we attach to it that gets all messed up. Right. You can start clearing them by writing down all your negative thoughts about sex and turning them into affirmations, which is what we're going to do today. All right. So what happens is if you let go of any of those negative thoughts about sex, it may feel very obvious, of course, to do that, but it's very important when you're having sex to think about sex. So think about it when you're having sex. Many people actually, what do they think about? The dry cleaning or the garage or the kids, shopping. So if you focus your whole attention on the area of your body that is being touched during foreplay. And yes, I said foreplay. So during foreplay, when you're taking turns pleasuring each other, both people should be concentrating your attention on the person receiving. Because two minds focused on one body make very powerful sexual energy. And sex again is energy. The purer your energy, the purer and greater the sexual experience. So it helps to remind yourself that you can stop and talk during sex, especially if it's not going the way you want. For some reason, some people believe that, oh, they can't change it or can't talk about it until it's over. Or maybe they never even talk about it. It just happens and they're done. So communication is important. You have to learn to ask for what you like. And if you trust and allow, it suddenly becomes safe to let go totally. And you can surrender because you know there's nothing lurking down there that's scary or bad. Okay. So we're going to go to those parts of ourselves here in a minute and do some self-disclosure for yourself. And there are four parts. There are four parts to ourselves. There's the open self. That's number one, the open self. The open self is that conscious mind. The open self is known to yourself and it's also known to others. So it contains all of your conscious actions and your statements. Okay. The second part is your blind self. Now your blind self is unknown to you, but it's known to others. It's what other people see that you don't. You're blind to it which is comprised of things others can find out about you that you're unaware of like your habits or your mannerisms or your defense mechanisms or your flight strategies, those kind of things, okay? Your third part is your hidden self. Now the hidden self, you know all about it, but it's not known to anybody else. You hide it. These are your secrets, okay? everything you feel you think your desire that you keep to yourself and then the last part number 4 is your unknown self. okay all right i'm going to go ahead and mute you guys because i can hear background noise
1: hey birch could you include those in the chat um, i'm i'm not like able um, to write and like down right now well
0: it's the i can but I'm, i can't stop and do it and do it so i haven't figured out how to talk and type at the same time Um, But uh, but it's the open self, the blind self, the hidden self, and the fourth one is the unknown self. Now, the unknown is unknown to you and others. This is by definition unknown, right? Uh, it, It has other names like subconscious, unconscious, dreams, drug trips, mystical experiences. Those are the strongest evidence that there is something called the unconscious or the unknown self. And I call it the bubble talk. The bubble talk is that unconscious thought that keeps you from getting what you want in your life. It's like the little bubble above your head in a cartoon character. Okay, that's what you're thinking. But you don't know you're thinking that. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring those unconscious thoughts or those that unknown self to a conscious level now so we can identify What are the strongest parts of our lives? What's running us? What's unconscious that's running us around sex? Okay. So here's the, here's the cool part about it. When you have an insight about how you operate in the world, you move it from that blind self to the hidden self. So now you're aware of it, right? But you're going to hide it. And then if you share it with somebody, then it moves into the open self. Now everybody knows. So observations or your thoughts or your feelings and wants, they're constantly moving from one area to another of those four parts to yourself, okay? So everything you see and hear and touch in the outside world, that's taken into the hidden self. Some of it might be forgotten, which may mean that it goes into the unknown. It goes into that subconscious, like things that happened to you when you were little. Some experiences contribute to your continuing to have that unconscious habit, and that's moving to your blind self. That means that you don't even know, you're not even aware of it anymore. Some things you remember, but you may not reveal it. Okay, and you just leave it hidden. Okay, and then some things you pass to others, and now it's open. I hope that makes sense. So you have open, blind, hidden, and unknown. Now we're gonna go to the unknown. So what I want you to do is to write. um, This is stream of consciousness writing. Which means you don't judge it. You don't think about it. You don't figure it out. You write down the first things that come up on, let's say, a sentence. And you just finish the sentence. And just start writing whatever comes up. Don't, Don't edit it. Don't try to figure it out. Okay. This is just for you. You don't have to share it. Okay. So what I expect. When I have sex is what I expect when I have sex is write down the first thing that comes up. And it doesn't have to be long, just jot down first thing that comes up. And let's finish up on that one. And the second one is, The judgments I have around sex are the judgments I have around sex are let's write down the first thing that comes up. Maybe you don't have any. Maybe you do. The judgments I have around sex are just finish up on the one you're on and again you can go back and get the recording in case you don't get it for some reason it's on essence of being it'll be up there okay on your um on the podcast just click on sex (laughs) or you'll see it from the last it's in date order as well all right now, what I want you to do now, we're going to look at your values. We're going to go back to your, to your stream of consciousness writing in just a minute. But I want you to rate 1 through 10 on these words. Okay? These are your values. I'm going to list some values. One being it's not important to me at all around sex and a sexual relationship. Ten being it's absolutely important got to have it. Okay? And anywhere in between. One through 10. You're just going to rate these words that's important, these values that are to you, okay? So the first one is loyalty. Rate it one through 10. The second one, honesty. Rate it one through 10. The third, faithful. The fourth, trusting. The fifth, humorous. Six, spiritual. Seven, sensitive. Eight, caring. Nine, passionate. And those of you who took passionate manifestation, you should have a lot more passion now. Okay, I want me to shoot on you. Number 10, generous. 11, kind. 12, controlling. 13, fun, 14, romantic, 15, kinky, and 16, intimate. So you should have numerical numbers for each of these, one through 10, and what I'd like for you to do is just circle the ones that are five and above. Circle the words that are five and above that were important to you. And hopefully you wrote down the the words And if you didn't, I'll tell them to you again. Or does anybody need me to to go through it again? Yes. Okay. Here I'm going to do it really fast. One is honest. Excuse me. One is loyalty. Two is honest. Three is faithful. Four is trusting. Five is humorous. Six is spiritual. Seven is sensitive, eight is caring, nine is passionate, 10 is generous, 11 is kind, 12 is controlling, 13 is fun, 14 is romantic, 15 is kinky. And 16 is intimate. So you'll circle the ones that are five and above and just know those are your values. What you've just done is you've identified your sexual values about really what's important to you when it comes to sex. I would suggest you have your partner, if you have a partner, have them do this as well just to see if you're aligned. It'll be interesting to see, you know, what's important to your partner may not be important to you and vice versa. And it's it, it's good to know, and it doesn't mean that you have to have everything the same, but it's really to be aware of it is important so that you know what their values are sexually. So I wanna go back to the stream of consciousness writing a little bit. Uh, so I want you to finish these sentences, okay? My mother's beliefs around sex were or are. My mother's beliefs around sex were or are. And if you don't know, make it up. What did you hear when you were younger? What do you hear now? What, or If you don't know, what do you think it was? Because sometimes bitter, it's not talked about. My mother's beliefs around sex were or are. And you know what's going to be next. My father's beliefs around sex were or are. And if you don't know, make it up. What do you think? What did you hear when you were younger? What did you feel? My father's beliefs around sex were or are. Or your male caregiver. And another one, go ahead and finish up on that one. One other one is, what religion taught me about sex was, what religion taught me about sex was, And then if you can, go ahead and finish up on that. If you can, if you could remember the very first time you ever had sex, and if you've never had sex, just imagine what that might feel like, okay? But let's just say, if you can remember or imagine if you can go back to that first time when you had sex. And I know this could be a touchy subject, because I deal with a lot of sexual abuse type of things. I'm talking about the first time that you had cons- consent consensual sex. So how did it feel, if you can remember? And if you can't, just imagine how it felt. And if you can't remember the first time, then the earliest one you could remember. Okay. And then finish up on that. Take a deep breath, close your eyes for just a minute. And just say to yourself, sex is, and then write down the first word. So I'm not going to ask anybody to share necessarily because this is for you. However, you look look what you wrote down. Look on your paper. Look at what your beliefs are. You can look down and say, okay, I wrote down sex is whatever. That's your core belief that you might have around sex. And if they're positive, that's great. If they're negative and you don't like it, you don't like what you wrote down perhaps, then there's things we can do about that. The first thing to realize about all of this is that when you have sex, it activates a birth trauma. When we're very first born, our body goes through all kinds of trauma for the most part and we're born and a lot of us have we're in pain. And we hold on to this pain in our body. So it's hard to love our body when it hurts and it's stored in our body, that pain. So some people believe that when you're very first born, you have this birth trauma or this birth pain of sorts for for many of us. And perhaps we started hating our bodies because of the pain from birth. It's what's my belief that we're conscious beings, by the way, from birth. Um, That's my belief. It doesn't have to be yours. But think about it. If sex can activate the pain body, it can activate that birth trauma. It can release that death urge, some people call it, because many of us could have a death urge as soon as we're born. We're like, this hurts. We're in pain. This body's very dense here. This is not what I want to feel. Can I go back now? And we don't love our bodies. So if you don't love your body, that can be a type of a death urge to say, I'm done with the body. I don't want to be here. I don't want to have, I don't want to feel this. I don't love myself. So this may or may not be you. This Just just consider when you have orgasms, it could actually trigger a death urge. Because if you think about it, maybe you've seen pictures of women having an orgasm and also seeing a woman giving birth. Their face, it's the same face. It's kind of difficult to tell them apart. It's that pain pleasure thing. So that could happen. And obviously, if you love your body totally, you will allow it to have pleasure. And in sex, you only let yourself receive as much as you're willing to give yourself. In sex, you're only you're only gonna receive what you're willing to allow yourself to receive. okay? So sex is up to you. So there's a, there's all types of sex here. There's sex with a partner, there's sex without a partner. And it's the same feeling of giving yourself permission to feel or release and receive. So if you look at all the answers that you wrote down, look at everything, and you might find a pattern, right? Look at the patterns of what maybe your mom believed or your dad believed or your religion or your first encounter, what you wrote down, the sex. Look at the judgment. Look at your expectations and your values. Do they all match? Are they yours? Do your expectations match your values? So you might kind of see a pattern here. So what you can do is focus on breaking that pattern if it doesn't feel good and you feel it's not serving you so you can move forward. Just notice the expectations, the judgments, the values. So if they're aligned positively, Or negatively, just look and see if they're aligned, okay? Notice your beliefs around sex. Are they your beliefs? Are they somebody else's beliefs? Did you take on somebody else's beliefs? Were they handed down to you? Now remember, sex is energy. It's a part of your kundalini experience. It's your life force. In other words, if you allow this life force to move through you, many of you experience that. Some people have orgasms when they're doing all kinds of things, exercising, <laughs> rebirthing. That's breath work that I do. These are you know, some of the things that I've experienced. You can have or- actual orgasms. Uh, Because it's life force running through your body, yoga, kundalini experiences. So what happens, though, is when you bring somebody else into it, you bring another person into it. Guess what? They have their own experiences, too. They have their own beliefs. They have their own traumas. They have their own negative judgments or expectations. That's why it's so important to have communication. To go into any kind of relationship like this with sex with someone, it's a connection. You're opening yourself up to say, into me see, even if it's just for a minute or a second. So once you've identified any patterns you see on that, what you wrote down, that you just went through and these beliefs that you wrote down, you can choose to keep them if they're serving you. Or if not, you can release them and replace them with some positive affirmations and I'm gonna give you some that you can write down. The first one I wanna say is sex is innocent. Many people have been raised that sex is not so innocent. And we've seen what people can do with sex, right? You can withhold it, you can force it, you can do all kinds of things with it that don't feel right or good. But the actual act of sex and that experience of life force moving through your body is innocent. And you can choose to believe that or not. Another affirmation that might work for you is I choose, uh, I am responsible for my sexual experiences. I'm responsible for my sexual experiences. I'm going to give you, here's here's something a couple can do, okay? Um, You can do this as home play anytime that you're feeling like a victim when it comes to sex. And many of you may have been victimized. There's a lot of trauma there. So it creates a sense of fear around all of this. And you can't control it and you can't allow it. So I really encourage you, if that's you, Keep saying to yourself, I am responsible for my sexual experiences. So you can choose no matter what happened in the past. You can choose to be responsible for how you feel, how you think, what your beliefs are, what your actions are, and what you allow right now. Yeah, you're going to have to clean up and heal some of the things of the past for sure. Or you'll keep recreating it until you do. But in the meantime, say to yourself, I'm responsible for my sexual experiences. That gives you the power. You have the power now. Take your power back. So you have the power to make the change when you feel responsible, meaning that nobody can do anything to you. My ability to respond determines the quality of my sexual life. Here's another affirmation you can take on if you choose. I am willing to receive pleasure. I am willing to receive pleasure. And what I've always said is, hey, if you're not willing, just be willing to be willing. That's the first step. Some people, this may or may not be you, some people may feel like pleasure comes with a price. Okay, I'm willing to receive it, but I'm not going to have to do something in return. I can't just receive it because of, you know, who I am. So allow yourself, even if it's just for five minutes, I'm willing to be willing to receive pleasure because you deserve it. We're not put on this earth. We didn't come to this earth Necessarily to continue to feel pain. Agreed? Agreed. Here's another affirmation. I give myself permission to feel and surrender. Or you can say I give myself permission to surrender and feel. You're the only one that can give yourself permission to do this a lot of us don't give ourselves permission because we have what we call a, a parental disapproval syndrome. We don't want to disap- we don't want to be disapproved of by our parents, so we feel like we have to do whatever their beliefs are and whatever happened to them or whatever their beliefs are, we're honoring them, whatever however we were raised. And if we don't believe what they believe, then we're dishonoring them. That's called uh, parental disapproval syndrome. So, if you don't want to believe any of that, what you wrote down, if you don't want to believe what they believe anymore, give yourself permission to surrender and feel. Because sex can be a spiritual act. Are you guys enjoying this so far? Is it making you blush? Okay. <laughs> I've got some tools for you and I, I, normally I have people share and I just, you know, this is kind of a very unique subject. So we can share offline if you want to do that, but I'm going to give you some tools that you can use around any of these things that came up for you that you have an awareness of now that you have an aha of that you can do something about it if it's not serving you any longer. Okay. One of them is to stand in front of a mirror naked. That's right. Naked. Look at yourself and touch each part of your body. This is part of that self-esteem into me see starting that process or continuing that process of allowing yourself to say I love you. So look in the mirror and as you're As you're touching things, touch and caress your hair, your face, your neck, your ears, your eyes, your shoulders, your arms, your fingers, your chest, your back. Your bottom, your stomach, your navel, your genitals, your legs, your knees, your feet and your toes in front of the mirror and say, I love you. I love you. If you stand in front of the mirror and be innocent as much as you can and say, I love you. What'll happen is some things start shifting. Actually, you start saying, some people start saying, I love God. And really allow yourself to feel, really feel how innocent your body is. Sex is just an extension of your own innocence. It can be. And again, if you have a lot of those negative things that came up that you wrote down, it's shifting all of those so that you can get to the core and the innocence of you. Because you are innocent. And life force is innocent. So another tool is um, shake your money maker. I always call it. It's your second chakra. So those of you who don't know what chakras are, those are energy systems within your body and without They're energy fields. And they use this in Eastern culture a lot. And we have them, of course, in their metaphysical culture. Your second chakra is the one that's above your navel. Or it's right around your navel or no, excuse me, right below your navel, not above, right below your navel, or it could be called your navel chakra. Okay. That's your money and pleasure chakra. That's your center for pleasure, sexual pleasure, sensuality, and money, by the way. So I always say, hey, get up every morning and shake your money maker. So if you shake that part, you just stand up and you start to shake the cobwebs out of it. You can also wear orange. That's why I'm wearing orange tonight. Orange is that, that's the color. It brings out the sensuality, the sexual, the money. It's all kind of connected there. It's pleasure. I'm also going to give you a little bit of sacred geometry. Okay? So this is really cool. You can try it. Next time you're having sex with yourself or anyone else, imagine... In that second chakra, right around your navel, just imagine, just when you close your eyes, imagine uh, an orange sphere, a sphere, like a ball. And you put yourself in it. So you imagine that orange sphere or that ball, you put your second chakra in it. Just imagine this ball is around your second chakra. And if you're with someone, you put them in it too. You put that in that second chakra. Just imagine it so that you're love making or having sex and you're putting all of that in an orange sphere. You're engulfed in that orange sphere in your second chakra. Magic happens. Just try it. Trust me. It's really cool. And that's sacred geometry. Because when we come together with sentient beings, it magnifies our life force. It just magnifies it. Does anybody want to share anything or say anything before I go to uh, what's happening next month? Those are some tools that I wanted to give you, some affirmations I wanted to give you, some awarenesses and ahas, or anybody have any questions? I went through it pretty quick. I'll say
1: something. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'm getting getting ready. So I have my video on. Speaking of sacral um so one of the um the judgments that I have around sex are it said people are fucked up and need a bunch of unnecessary stimulation to fill a void and that it's weak to be driven by sex it's a non-evolved human um trait and I guess I viewed that way because you know like monks and stuff now I'm sure they're not like you know perfect obviously but like you know like they've kind of like ascended from that I would imagine right that's kind of like the way I view it I've always had like this like these negative viewpoints about like basic primal action ways of being as weak human behavior because people like it like like when misused people you know like it's like people can't control themselves with alcohol and you know right. like they're raping, they're raping people so
0: right so I've never
1: been <laughs> driven by sex I've, I've been sexually abused but I've never been driven by it um,
0: that's a, I don't know. So that's kind of how I view it. Well, let me just say huh? there's there's that that's jam packed. I could talk about that for a while. I'm sure. There's lot, yeah, there's a lot of layers there about that, and some people have that same thought, right? And just so you, if you look at sexual desire, I mean, it is a function that is a physiological function, clearly. Uh-huh. And I understand about being driven by. And of course, if you have been uh, accosted or abused or taken advantage of, then you have a slant and an experience of that. And so what happens with that, there's a whole nother energy around that about it's not okay, clearly, for that to happen. And then you go some people go into shame, some people go into blame and fear around it and it's like, and avoid it because when people have, like I said, there are different ways of having sex and some people have force, right? And if you have been forced upon, then you're gonna, things are skewed a little bit from that perspective. And of course, you're going to think of anybody who is driven by that, it's a forced experience. So I just want to honor you for sharing that and saying that. And if the thing is, what I would suspect the affirmations that again, sex is innocent would be the first step for you. And then Mm -hmm. it's a natural uh, holistic um, um, part of being human. It is a human quality that is not a bad thing. Okay. So it's necessary, of course, for this, procreation of the species as you know however my suggestion was somebody asked can I repeat the affirmations?" so let me repeat those again and th- there's so much I could go into with you honey about that but I just I want to just honor you for saying that and it doesn't have if it's working for you great if it's not <laughs> allowing you to experience the the innocence um, and the life force that's there for you that that you can allow to move through your body in a way that is powerful and meaningful you know then that's what we want to address is to allow you to do more of that without any right. other of course well
1: there's obviously there's like a lot of shame and like other things but i would say it's just one right. of those things where, like i was like an only child and i was like a late bloomer and all this stuff and so the idea that people build like empires or start wars like over sex to me is like literally insane and ridiculous because like I have a wonderful man now and yes we have a wonderful relationship and a sexual relationship but I always say like if it wasn't for this relationship I could literally be a fucking nun and like be like meditating in the mountains like I don't need all that stuff and that's why I'm just thinking like it's so crazy to me because you know part of my creativity and my and my brilliance in business and philosophy and all this stuff is because I was not focused on sex like but the problem is I wasn't focused on sex because of trauma, not because
0: originally like right. because it was like a choice, exactly. you know, Exactly. It's a trauma that you're uh, avoiding in it. And I'm just going to say with sexuality and sensuality, it is a, can be a very spiritual experience. And if people choose like being a nun or being out, you know, not having that experience, that's, that's their choice. And that's what they're allowing. And it's not a good or bad thing okay so and and i know you know that so let me give you the let me give you the affirmations again it's okay. uh, sex is innocent number 1 number 2 i'm responsible for my sexual experiences okay number 3 is i am willing to receive pleasure and so the thing about that part is receiving pleasure without the shame or that there's something in return i've got to do something In return, I I choose to allow myself to receive pleasure because I deserve it. And for a lot of people receiving anything and certainly pleasure feels like there might be strings attached. And so letting go of that belief system that there's a string attached, that you don't have to give anything back in order for you to receive pleasure. The fourth affirmation was I give myself permission to surrender and feel. Okay. You're welcome. So did Bob, did you want to say something in the last minute here? Um, Yeah. Um, First off, this has been really good for me. And I know that, you know, the parental stuff is valid, but I'll speak for myself and there may be other people on the call. How do I tweak this for my own particular situation where you know, I'm not only dealing with the parental stuff, but I have the added complication of the relationship I was in ended involuntarily by the other person's death. And I mean, the, the affirmations are, are I, I'm, I'm keying in on those, but, you know, with some of this stream of consciousness work, how can I do more of that tailored to what's going on with me right now? Right. Well, the thing for you, whenever you lose, this is that I would I would encapsulate it all in uh, really supporting you in understanding more and more about orbiting in love. Because when you have a loss, when you have somebody who leaves and you didn't, it wasn't meant to, you know, just it happened so fast or it wasn't something that you had any control over. It's that feeling of whole and complete within myself. So the more that you can love yourself and not look to someone else to complete you or to um, fill that void, because when they're gone, there's there's a void again. And so that void is is painful and certainly can affect you in a way where you may avoid wanting to get that close again if it's something that is so um, painful. And therefore, that will keep you from... Being fully sexualized and fully loving yourself and and owning your body and uh, being, feeling whole and complete. So in my world, that's the best way to allow yourself is to really work on you, Bob, to work on you of the innocence within you and the the fulfilling that part of self-esteem within you so that the loss, loss is natural. Okay. However. The loss is uh, temporary and it doesn't have to affect you for the rest of your life or any other relationships in that more so the more that you love who you are and you don't need anybody else to fill your hole, so to speak, then you're going to allow more people to come into your space because you're not the fear of I'm going to lose them or the fear. I don't want to go through this again or I don't want to feel this again. Uh, It won't be as um, painful because you have really allowed your nervous system to love yourself. It's really calming your nervous system down to knowing that you are whole and complete no matter what. And nobody can take that from you. So there is no loss from that. That would be my recommendation. Orbiting in love really keen in on that and definitely work on that self-esteem in front of the mirror honey. that's a good one for you yeah so great job everybody super super i'm glad we could kind of delve into it a little bit if you've got a partner have them do those values with you uh, it'd be kind of cool to talk about it and to be able to have communicate communications the key and it's really willing to be to surrender just a little bit so that you can be vulnerable Because remember my strength lies in my vulnerability and the more vulnerable you become with people, the more you can open up and actually remember the open self. The more that you're open with people and connected, um, the connection just blossoms and it it amplifies. Okay. So, (coughs) yes. Somebody. Okay. All right. So next month I'm going to be in India with Alka. Alka, there you are. Hello, hon. Um, and with some other people here, I think, that are on the call. Karina, perhaps. That's all. I don't remember. It all- yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will uh, be in India. So next, no- so November, you know, I do this the third Monday, a third Wednesday of every month. I've been doing it for nine years now, every single month. And next November, though, uh, it's November 16th. I am going to still offer the power hour and it's going to be around self love. Uh, it's going to be a self love meditation. So if you register for it for November 16th, you will get a meditation. It's a video meditation also of self love. So it kind of continues this theme of loving yourself enough so that you can be in an intimate relationship with yourself and, and others. And so that, uh, is just something I'm going to gift to you guys. And also remember, you're going to have an email, email to all of you with a coach that's coming. to uh, Denise is our coach. Um, I don't see her here now, but she is going to be answering any questions that you have or de- diving any deeper than in this experience that you had tonight, or anything else that's happening in your life uh, for free. It's a thirty minute strategy session or just a um, clarity session to be able to support you in wherever you are in your life. So look out for that email, look in your spam. And remember, Burge at Essence If you're not getting those emails, please email me so I can make sure, find out what's going on there, okay? And again, you can go look at all of our other power hours that we've had and all of our um, uh, podcasts on the Essence of Being site. And if you have iTunes, it's on iTunes as well, under Essence of Being. Any, any other, how did, how did you say that we sign up for the meditation? Uh, you'll get an email that's a power hour. And also if you go to essence of being.com, the little, there's something that jumps up at you every five seconds says, Hey, you want to go to yeah. power? Hour? Hey, you want to go to power? Hour? So that'll come up for the November one. Yeah. So, but you'll get an email as well and you'll get that meditation. Good question. All right, Thank everyone. Have fun tonight with the rest of your evening and blessings to all. And remember you are innocent and you make a difference. And I hope you got a little bit of a, an awareness tonight that you can play with and um go out there and have some sex and be intimate. All right. All right. Love, love you. Love all. you very Bye. 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 <clears throat>